the intro again. Don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, it's our show. We do what we want. Oh my god, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Cody Rhodes is hot dog water solidified. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. Almost back at full strength, and uh, I'm no contest JD. I am past full strength. I am truly the strongest. I'm Will Diamond. And this isn't even my final form. I'm Shane Daniels. (laughs) And I'm sleepy as fuck because my silly ass stayed up past 5 a.m. to watch a Japanese baseball game and still celebrating the fact that the Tigers are the champions after 38 fucking years. Why didn't you just wake up early, dumbass? (laughs) I mean, I was already up. (laughs) It was already up because I wrestled last night. <laughs> so I just stayed up and powered through it and watched it. I love where While I'm. wrestling? No. That's crazy. You're fucking multi-talented. That's irresponsible. All right, guys. Um, it's that time Did you get a haircut? Yeah. Oh. Okay. For, a- for AWA so I could do the Android 17 costume and I have to wear a wig. Uh, My once-a-year haircut. Well, fellas, it's my once-a-year rant about blood money. Uh, so I thought those were like year. That was a that was a thing that happened yesterday. <laughs> let's start this off with the way we do every one of these episodes. Um, Saudi Arabia is garbage. Kingdom Saudi Arabia uh, murders journalists, and WWE just takes their money, even though it happens like right after they sign a contract with them, and don't really give a shit and keep taking their money and now make it their home, and uh, you know put up a WWE experience on the boardwalk in Riyadh. So, you know, this is a thing that happens. It's pretty shit. I don't like it. I don't like the events. I don't like the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I don't like Mohammed bin Salman. Then I'll suck a big fat dick. And WWE can be a suck a big fat dick for continuing to take all this money from them and holding events over there. Rant over. Boy, what a show. <laughs> With that said, let's review WWE Blood Money. Uh, Crown Jewel. Sorry, I do that every time. Strike three. You're fucking out. Uh, Opened up with the World Heavyweight title match between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Those men cooked in that match. I didn't watch it. Really? No, I got... I was gone, and then I I missed Mm. about 30 minutes. So I got back... Right when Big Match John went out. Uh, see, that was the the best match on the card, in my opinion. Those those two guys went out there and put in some work. Um, Seth or Seth and Drew. Oh, okay. Now you got an almost cash in from Damian, and then Sammy showed up in a hoodie and sold the briefcase and ran. So Damian couldn't cash in because the fucking contract's actually in Finn's briefcase. That's right. Telling you, that's where we're going. That's what we're doing. Um, so, what the fuck is Jordan Devlin doing with that fucking cell? Oh, yeah. that one with him and Sammy in the pre-show? They had a pre-show match, actually, yeah. That cell was ridiculous. Though. That's John Michaels, 2002. He did a fucking imploding 450 off of an Irish whip into the corner. That was straight up Shawn Michaels 2002. Was it as good as, like, the Hogan thing? It was probably equal to those bumps, yeah. Awesome. Honestly, I think it was dumber because it just made no fucking sense. It really like did. Momentum's not flopping around, but he's doing the weird ass flippy spots out of running into the corner. He doesn't even go here, so it doesn't matter. Well, well, Sean had a reason. Sean was just being a cheeky cunt because Hogan's a piece of shit. Says who? I still love how JD McDonough so badly wants to be in Judgment Day, and they're recruiting people, and they're recruiting everyone but him. Is he not in Judgment? No. No, he's not in Judgment Day. Girl, he don't even go here. 
No, they uh, they they want somebody. Rhea's recruiting, but they're not recruiting JD McDonough. Chad Gable. Nah. Stephanie nah. McMahon. Maybe. It's actually Vince. It's going to be him all along. Higher power. Yeah. It was me, Austin. Shooting star. You know what would be great if they recruited fucking Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, come on, man. Come on now. Hottest you can do better than game. that. Finley returns confirmed. Yes, <laughs> it's a package deal. Finley. These Finleys tire me. <laughs> Let me. All right. We got the women's five-way next, where Nia Jax was just, like, standing outside the ring the whole match. Would you want to work with her? No. I think that's the best place for her. Actually, in the crowd, buying a ticket would be a good place for her, but... Yeah, for real. I mean, your knee's already blown out, JD. You want to a wrestler get hurt worse? I'm good. But the the finish (laughs) was dope. So, uh, Raquel was covering Shayna, and... Rhea hit um, Zoe with the riptide on top of him off the second rope, broke up the pin, and then pinned Shayna. I love that Rhea got the big boss entrance. Yes. The great well entrance. Deserved. Uh, we got a hype reel for Saudi Arabia after that match. Did that make you feel good? No. Mm. That's where I had to mention it out of my notes here. Um, because I was pretty pissed. Anyway, how about Solo Sokoa beating the living fuck out of Big Match John? That match was fucking awesome. I that love was, that match. That's, uh, it was actually Solo's first singles match on our premium live event, too. And he's the only the fifth person to have their debuting match, singles match, against John Cena. Figure since we're throwing out stats. <laughs> How many Samoan spikes was that at the end? Like 20. I was waiting God. for John to fucking start throwing up blood. To really sell it. Yeah, that was... um That, that finish looked rough. Um, John. Can we talk about how John Cena threw out a goddamn choke slam? That was wild. Like what... <laughs> You didn't see that? No, I know. That's what I was just so confused. I was like, what the hell? And it was funny because Michael Cole even said, "Uh, John Cena's pulling out moves you don't regularly see him do. I don't think I've ever seen John Cena do a chokeslam, though. No, no. I I don't think I have either. So after this, we had Miz TV with that was basically just, hey, let me rub the balls while I uh, choke on it, Saudi Arabia. Um, <laughs> Your so, commentary alone is this episode. <laughs> is Miz turning heel? Miz is turning babyface. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's he who's going to beat baby that face. fucking shit can Walter. Yo, if Miz Finally is teach the him one, how to fucking lock up properly. If Miz is the one that ends the reign of Walter. Yeah. That'd be wild. It's got to be Chad Gable, though, right? No, it, it needs to be. It has like to be has the to Miz. The story. You have to do it like Honky Tonk Man. There's already been so many parallels. We got an all gimmick, no works dude having a really long run, and now we've got the work rate baby face of the century, Michael. Coming in to get the belt. I don't have anyway, time to explain to you everything wrong with what you just said. Yeah, that we're just gonna keep pushing right forward. <laughs> um, <laughs> this next match is where it went off the rails for me, both in match quality and in quality of what I want to see on my television, because the disrespect of Rey Mysterio continues, ladies and gentlemen. Logan Paul is your new WWE United States champion. Can we just, for one second, I'm drinking Prime right now. Um, It's actually Glowberry. Got it at the Sam's Club. Really good. Thank you, Logan Paul, for saving the goat's life. 
You about have to himself. And for a guy who's only had eight matches, that's a veteran fucking move, what he did. He definitely saved Ray Ray's life there. One could argue, though, he was out of position in the first place. One could argue. But it One could also argue that this is just fucking stupid. So, the United States champion. This match left a lot to be desired in the first place because, like, everything Logan Paul has done since he's been in WWE has been pretty quick paced, whereas Ray Ray is not there anymore. Ray Ray of 2003 would have been. Ray Ray in 2023 is just not the opponent we needed for Logan Paul. Did he look, um, going back and looking at it, did Ray look like he was kind of hurt? Ray looked like he'd lost a step. So, yeah, maybe he was hurt. I don't know. But it, the whole match felt a step off, and it kind of drugged down the rest of the show from there for me. Um, Except for that, well, we'll get to it here in a minute. Well, next. Um, Bailey and Io Sky. Or Bailey, Bianca and Io Sky. Got a Kyrie Sane debut. I hear there's I hear there's more on the way. What do you mean? I hear there's more people that Ooh. are coming to join them. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, I heard be a lot more fucking interesting if they would get their grubby hands off of these good wrestlers and go back to hiring shit feds from the NWA. Stop signing good wrestlers, WWE. Bailey looked shook. Yeah, because Bailey was what the one who who fucking took, took her out in the first place. Yep, at the behest of Brock Lesnar. What? Yeah, that's been like the main long-term build is Kyrie Hojo versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Anyway, next was Cody Rhodes <laughs> and Damian Priest. <laughs> By the way, before this match, we got another um, reach around for Saudi Arabia. <clears throat> got to make sure we uh, gag on it a little bit before we get to the matches. Anyway, uh, Cody and Damian was what it was. It was a wrestling match that should have been on Raw. Yeah. That would have been a really good Raw main event. Yes. It was not a good PLE match. It really didn't even grab my attention. And let's just take what the blood money shows really are for what they're worth. Glorified uh, house shows. Exactly. That's all it is. I mean, You're there's telling nothing. Me there's nothing. The three star savior put on a three star match. I wouldn't even give it three stars. It was just a fucking. Good of all the matches, it was one of them. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. But it also didn't make me go, oh, my God, I got to watch this. So, like, and unfortunately for it probably a lot of it's probably placement, too, because it was right before the main event. So, it's so like, break. yeah, exactly. They couldn't really do much in the first place. They should have had that match on Raw. Um. Or at least open the show up. That would be an open opener match. Opener match. That would been good. That would have been match. fun. Um, or, yeah, pre-show match. Could have put it on the pre-show. Could have given them more time to work. Uh, so we got uh, LA Knight, the megastar, is over with the Saudi crowd as well. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Let me talk to you. Yeah. Um, if anybody was, thought that he was going to win, then why? Y'all wild if you thought LA Knight was going to win. Damn, there was. You're saying there was a chance, though? No. I would say there's a chance he moves over to Raw, wins that title at some point. But he's not. He's not taking that belt off Roman's Cody's. It's not Cody's. That's yeah, Cody's. It's written in the stars. Mm. Rodrigo Boy is giving I looked belt. up at the stars and I'm pretty sure it said Dozovich. 
please. Boy, you're fucking wild tonight, Will. You just got some really hot takes. Oh, wait till we get to his uh, hottest of takes. Oh, I can't wait for that either. I forgot he's got his soapbox tonight. Yeah, he's, he's got a soapbox to stand upon. Oh boy, Are we, we done talking about that. bad wrestling? We're, we're almost done there. Um, <laughs> so this match was a, a Roman Reigns match very much. But, I mean, it got it, it, it did what it was supposed to. It got LA Knight over. It was a walking brawl. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. It, but it got LA Knight over. Uh, he's now the only the third person to kick out of the spear in this 1,200-day reign. So that's... Pretty good for him. Is that? He'll make a great. He'll make a great intercontinental champion. I think he'd probably take that belt off of uh, Logan Paul. Do that too. By I'm the just, way, I'm just not. I fucking hate reviewing these blood money shows. They know. just suck the life out of you because, like, they do nothing but get the – they do nothing to progress any story, really, other than, what, EO and Damage Control story. Outside of that, Logan what, Paul what won a belt. Logan Paul won a belt. And JD got pissed off. Good times. Good times were ahead by all. Okay, so let's stop with the blood money stuff because I'm going to give it a one star out of five. Just because it was a horrible house show. I'm going to give it you shouldn't murder journalists out of five. All right. We're probably the only two that watched it, so Will. I watched good wrestling this weekend. I don't know about y'all. What the fuck is that noise? That's my fault. I watched good wrestling this weekend. I watched the fucking TNA pay-per-view. I watched a New Japan pay-per-view. And I went and saw some GCW. So before you talk, do you want to get to your negative on your soapbox first? Or do you want to talk about your good wrestling first? Let's talk about some stupid shit. Why the fuck is Gato so insistent on not putting over these new kids do we need more will osprey do we need david finley i think we as a society have evolved past the need for the finley family he's like they've spent the last year trying their damnedest with to make david finley a thing and it's so not fucking working and after laying out all this groundwork to build up, oh, we're going to have Shota Umino versus Moxley at Wrestle Kingdom. He's going to kill his dad. No, why do that when we can throw fucking Will Ospreay and David Finley at a wall and put David Finley over? Why are they pushing Will Ospreay so hard when because he's definitely they- leaving? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, especially when he's about to leave, why wouldn't you put your belt on easily the most over young baby face they've got right now. Yeah. Um, are they bringing back the Intercontinental title, by the way? Um, they're making it seem like it's going to be something new, but I want it to be the Intercontinental title. Because they fucked up the US and then UK belts, which is <laughs> so weird. Dumb. It's so stupid, but what do you expect when Will Ospreay gets creative input? (laughs) Do you think he goes to WWE? Honestly, I think it's very likely. I think especially because he hasn't talked about it is why it's likely. Like, he's guaranteed not going to fucking TNA. Are you kidding me? What's his ceiling in WWE? Um, the United States Championship. He's not winning a fucking... He might win a world title and have like a weird little gender run, but... 
Osprey is just going to be a flavor of the month once he goes there. He'll start off really hot and then instantly get thrown into the abyss. That's why he's going to sign with AEW. More than likely, because they're stupid enough to put a world title on him. <laughs> What's your other showbox, Adam? At, but just the fact that Umino must suffer just so we can keep putting over the guy that's about to jump ship and leave the company. And also David Finley. How are you going to do this and then a few hours later have Logan Paul beat Rey Mysterio for a fucking belt? The travesty. The horrors. The ultimate disrespect. And just the the shit cherry on top tjp getting title matches at big shows disgusting tjp having a job disgusting i don't that boy bothers me so much every time he opens his mouth and it's a shame because he can wrestle good but everybody can wrestle good yeah he don't need to he doesn't keep his mouth shut and delete his twitter yeah I liked him a lot more before I knew about his views on everything. Same. <laughs> right before he went to WWE, I was actually pretty keen on TJP. I thought TJ Perkins was a very solid little grappler. And then he went there and he just kept saying words. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, tell us about what you got into this week. Well, I threw up. Now I went and saw GCW yesterday. They had a little, a little card. I think there was a couple wrestling matches down in center stage. It was pretty fucking neat. They flew in Maki Ito, and Maki Ito was there. I don't know. It was. I was a little whelmed by my first time seeing Maki Ito live, but I don't know what I would expect out of the six-man tag. You were whelmed? I was extremely whelmed. <clears throat> Had a fun little opener with a bunch of the local boys, and then randomly fucking Man Like Darice from the UK. So I don't know why the fuck they would fly him in just to have him wrestle children and Alec Price. I saw Bobby Flacco was in the car. What did he get up to? Oh, he just got beat up by Jacob Fatu. He didn't have a match. Oh, that's fun. Getting beat up he, is always fun. Him and someone else. So they did this real fucking stupid thing. Because there was honestly several very questionable choices with how they would handle the finish. And it's like you could have just had them lose so Jacob Fatu had like three different fucking run-ins throughout the show where he would just be murking people. He beat the piss out of Brogan Finley and Bobby and someone else. Brogan got thrown at the fucking wall. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, that looked gnarly as fuck. It looked so sick. And he's selling it like death. And then the fucker just stands up and is like, all right, bye, everybody. But God. they kept doing that. That Jacob Fatu comes out during Second Gear Crew versus Bullet Club War Dogs, which getting to see them live was sick. Coglin truly is a fucking fridge of a human being. God damn, he is so just wide and huge. Too strunk. But they had Jacob Fatu cost second gear crew the match, which I'm sorry, but if you think your tag team is above putting cleanly over New Japan's top heavyweight division tag team, then you need to relook at your show. That's fair. Had match of the fucking century, Santana Jackson and Speedball Mike Bailey. Y'all, let me fucking tell you, Santana Jackson is better than your favorite wrestler, and your favorite wrestler should fucking quit. Really? Yes. Just quit? Just fucking quit. 
No that more Drew McIntyre. No more Shinsuke Nakamura. That's the reason why Muto hung it up. He saw how good Santana Jackson was. Yeah. This man invented the moonsault DDT, kept structuring his match around trying to put the thriller mask on to do the dance, and backup dancers kept running in and out of the ring while Speedball <laughs> kept trying to shut it down. Fucking beautiful. And Santana <laughs> Literally did the thriller dance, hit a DDT, a destroyer, pinned him, and then kept dancing. <laughs> Fucking majestic. That's ridiculous. Highly, highly recommend everyone go out of their way to watch this match. It is the most sports entertained I've been at a wrestling show in... Fucking, I don't know when. Also, a little bit, little buddy boy, little young upspring, little sweet summer child, tank, getting to fight some twinks, bumping his ass off for fucking Blake Christian. Tank was bumping his ass off? Yeah, which we just need to address. Blake Christian was wearing fucking heinous tights. Looked hideous. Two out of ten. Garbage looking gear. <laughs> but Tank was fucking flopping around. That man was clearly feeling limber tonight. That's surprising. Overall, really fun match. Really solid. You did say you sat down five minutes into the match, though. Maybe five minutes. That is even <laughs> being gracious. This little shit. Starts with his little brawl, immediately just fucking beelines it over to the closest fucking chairs and sits down and makes this small child barroom brawl with him. So fucking funny. I love Tank. It was so good. And then the main event was Joey Janela and Jacob Fatu, and everyone had to run in to cost Jacob Fatu the match. Ah, so Janela won. Of course. Oh, that's cool. Gotta build him up for that Toro Yano match in New Japan that he got announced for. Didn't hear about that. Yeah, they announced him at the last U.S. show, which is overall pretty solid show. Eddie Kingston and Hanari was a good slugfest. Shingo and Tomatonga was Shingo. And your boy El Fantasma managed to retain his strong open weight tag belt. El Fantasma! Still down in the mud. What else did you get into this weekend, Will? Um, shit. I don't know. Tax fraud. (laughs) (laughs) That's. That's the way to get listeners. Tell them about well, tax fraud. It's, it's getting to be that season, so. It is. I don't think it's quite that season yet, though. Well, tax I mean, you're fraud is the start early. of tax fraud season. Gotta start early, kids. Yeah. It's like people doing the Christmas shopping in July, you know. People who are fucking psychopaths, okay? Yeah. But something about it gives the same energy as, like, the people that decide their Halloween costume, like, a year out. And then by the time it rolls around, their costume is, like, a very old joke that no one remembers. Yes. That's what most of That's like going to cons are. once a year. It's like going to conventions once a year. You'll see somebody dressed up as a meme, and it's like, oh, that was funny, like, last year. All right. Yeah. Or some dickhead dressed up like Bret Hart. Yeah, or some asshole dressed up like Shawn Michaels. Who the fuck would? Dressing up as Canadians could never be me. (laughs) Or Texans. Fuck Texas. I would never be caught dead dressing up as no fucking Texan. That's for goddamn sure. Unless Scott Steiner's from there. He's the only exception. Yes, the big booty daddy is the only exception. 
Fun I don't fact, think he's from Texas, that so one. good. Good. Yeah, he's from Michigan. That's yeah, see, I, thought. I thought he was from Georgia. I mean, he lives no. in Georgia now, but he's from Michigan. He lives in Georgia. I mean, he might as well be from Georgia. He acts like a Georgian. I wish he I... acts like he's from fucking Florida. That's true. He is definitely the epitome of the Florida man headline. Florida man! <laughs> hey, his workout work, uh, tape is hilarious, though. Have you... Have I shown you guys this? Have you seen this? No. You've never seen the Scott Steiner fucking... You're going to send this to us. No, we're watching it live. We, we can't watch it live. Oh, yeah, we can. So I'm going to have to edit all this out. podcast. We can't watch it while we, we can't react we can to it while this we watch audio it. audio medium. God damn. <laughs> the disappointment in Shane's voice. Y'all are like I'll save it and shit. Did y'all okay. see that Five Nights at Freddy's movie? I know y'all whippersnappers the are in the movie. Is lame as fuck. I didn't watch it. Don't tell me that. I was looking forward to it. A lot more rimming than I expected for a PG-13 movie, but overall, it, it was a movie I watched on the Peacock. That's right. It was a movie I watched. It's literally just, the only reason me and Katie wanted to see it is because Matthew Lillard's in it. Oh, he's Matthew Lillard, so that's that's good. Yeah, he fucking he lills it up. He, he's very much Matthew Lillard, so and just older. Drops in that pizzazz of the erd. Um, I mean, it would have been better if it was rated R. Yeah, they're not gonna rate it R a video game movie. That was for kids. That was my big thing was every time it it would start something cool, it would have to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It it was, it should have been a slasher. Except for the rimming. Yeah, they didn't cut away from the rimming. They were all about that. Yeah, you should watch it, Shane. I know you're into that shit. They zoomed in on parts you wouldn't expect. Not the butthole. Jake's face. Did do, do the long slow zoom down Main Street like? Ugh. A little brown eye action. I don't know. Is Shane get over here? Eagerly dread. I'm sorry. I just. Mount the video, and I just hear Scott Steiner's voice, and then hear you talk about bubbles. <laughs> I'm just like, this is not. <laughs> they mix together very well. Yeah, of course it does. Definitely not how you should be spending spending the Lord's Day, right? Talking about bubbles. What do you mean, Scott Steiner? When, sure, when the Lord sure sings with all of his creations, will the big bad booty daddy not j- be a part of his choir? As long as he doesn't have any sugar in his pocket, he'll be all right. So we got uh, we got Jake Hunter presenting Spider-Man 2 already. Yeah, Bruh. fucking touch grass, bud. I, you said that's how many hours, flex? bro? I was just like... I. Fucking, I hundred percented it, and it didn't. How take many that hours long. did it take you? Twenty-eight. That's not bad for a No, for a hundred percenting a game, especially like getting the fucking platinum trophy, that's. I short. no, like I I it obtained everything. Like the progress meter says one hundred percent. Like I did all the side missions, all the districts, and everything. I'm missing three trophies. And that took you twenty-eight hours to do. I'm seeing on the little trophy list stats that 17.1% of players have the platinum. Now, damn. That might be the highest I've ever fucking seen. That's kind of like a We can talk about it. I know JD hasn't played it yet. So try to put spoiler free. Spoiler free. My time playing the game, I... I like how they handle Peter's death. Yeah, they handled that pretty well. Good stuff. Good shit. Now, it's there cool. was a couple... There was a couple of things in there. I could say one of my favorite missions 
is the black cat mission when she steals the thing from the place with and the things go, yeah and you have to go through the things i and you I go to antarctica that was fun as fuck. no i love how we're describing this so stupidly vague but if you played the game you know what fucking mission it's sick and i did not expect them to go that route of like oh yeah cumberbadger benedict man exists in this universe too cumberbadger benedict man yes yeah. yes but i don't know i'm they finally confirmed because uh you and i were talking about it a couple episodes ago that they're doing the wolverine game in the same universe as the spider-man shit uh, they're gonna do it. The Wolverine's gonna be separated, but well, it's separated, but it's still in the in same the same universe. universe. Yeah, because the I way they talked cool. about it, I think Marvel threw the bag at them to make a lot of Marvel games, as they should. I'm yeah, looking they're... forward to the stealth thriller, Paste Pot Pete coming twenty twenty eight. There was I did get to the Coney Island thing. That the amount of fucking arcade games they have your ass play. They're optional, but I wanted to play them just to play them. I wanted the hat. Yeah. I w- even I riding can't... the rides was fun. Yeah, yeah, and then I looked up and I was like, holy shit! They really did put the, the Speed Demon in the game. Which is cool. That was overall a fun little mission. And once you get, did, you guys both do all the little mini games? I did. Yeah, the fact that you can still fight later once you change clothes, but you're still wearing the goofy ass hat. Yeah. I of course chose the Jamiroquai hat. <coughs> Mine glitched, so I didn't get to pick a hat. Oh. Yeah, kind of pissed me off. But I do like the little touch where you, when you're fighting, as you jump off the Ferris wheel and you land, your clothes fall beside you. It's like the small things. It's like I was talking about it, and I said this game really. I, I played a lot of Spider-Man games, like the movie game and all that. That was a really good rep- that was a good representation of what Spider-Man should feel like, but this makes you really feel like you are Spider-Man. Like just the way he moves, the way he talks, the way he swings, the funny yeah. little jokes. Like I don't know. I thought Spider-Man's jokes were really fucking whack in this one. They're they're kind of supposed to be. Like it. No, it they were funny, a little too like. Boy, shut the hell up. Like they were just there was a couple of them that had really good delivery, but a lot of them were so fucking lame, especially anything that had to do with Sandman. I felt like I yelled at Peter a lot. I I yell at Peter a lot, too. Do you? Yeah, who do you guys like playing as? Miles. Peter. Miles. I love playing as Miles. He feels... I don't know. I do like the small touch, though, they do when you're playing as Miles. Like, when he's swinging around and shit, he doesn't feel as graceful as Peter would because he's still new to it and shit. And the small animation, when you perch on something, he kind of, like, catches his balance again before he gets to it. It's like... Have you seen the animation where, like, if you're swinging and, like, you're up high, you know, like, I guess... When you're going through like one of the the burrows or whatever, where you got like the mixture of little buildings and small buildings, mm-hmm. if you watch him and you miss the building, he like tries to catch himself. Yeah, yeah. They could have just as easily copy and pasted all those animations, and no one would have said anything. But the fact that they did that, it was, I was like, fuck, yeah, let's go, let's do it. I mean, it really gives them their own. They all feel different. Like, they both play differently. Like, I have a different strategy when I'm playing as Peter as compared to Miles. Miles is definitely better if there's, like, you're getting surrounded by enemies because of the, his lightning shit. 
Yes. Whereas Peter's better against like a boss. No, once you get the symbiote, that little noodle one. Stupid. I have to say, my favorite thing though is the tag team shit, like the fucking finishers. Yeah, and they just happen at random too, and then like fucking Miles usually has some smart ass thing to say when you just fucking wreck a guy. Yeah. And I like how like sometimes when I'm doing like a side quest and I'm fighting enemies, like if I'm in the same area that Miles is in, he'll swing in. Oh yeah. And fucking start fighting with you. Yeah. Have you like? Well, he's not the only things? person that'll do that too. Do what? He's not the only person that'll do that too. Yeah, Cat does it too. Because whenever you were fight, when we you did that big ass fight scene, she did pretty much slide in like it? that too. Did Did you guys get the um the the Spider Verse costumes for Miles? And then in the options, you can go and set it to where it does the weird, like almost gl- glitchy flame frame rate thing, like from the movies when you're playing. No, um, it's a cool little effect. I thought I saw where somebody made the world look like a uh, Noel Spider-Man's world with the black and white. They changed yeah. the filter and it looks fucking awesome. What's well, the same thing they do with that? Like, it, it moves the same way the animation does from the Spider-Verse movies and shit if you, when you unlock those two suits for Miles. And it's in which, settings. Like, which, it's fun uh, to do for about ten minutes or so. Which version of the game did you get? The the base one, I guess. Which one did you get, uh, Will? Spider-Man version? The one where you can play as both Spider-Man? No. Like, did you get the standard or did you get the deluxe? I don't, I don't know. Did you pay? Okay. What'd you pay for it? What'd you pay for it? I fucking stole it from a kid. Okay. Well, hopefully he, Spider-Man of you. That is not. That's I extremely the, Spider-Man. I got the deluxe one. It came with oh. the extra costumes. They're silly. I didn't like the extra one. That's why I didn't. There's bother. a couple of them. I was like, ah, this is cool. I like how everybody's banded together to shit on that Miles suit. The Adidas one. Oh, the track suit? Yeah, the Adidas suit. I know a couple of of his suits wears Adidas shoes, but. No, there's one that's literally just straight up a fully Adidas billboard. (laughs) And it's. it's, I haven't beaten the game yet, but from what I've gathered, it's the, the final act suit for Miles. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how do I get Bodega Cat? You just have to unlock the suit, like you know oh. the way that you go into it, and it's got the where it's got the does, list. Of does the, the cat help you? In, uh, no, in he's just like set dressing. He'll pop up and wave his arms and shit while you're playing. Oh, that's fucking sick. It's awesome too. Like in a cutscene, you'll just see the this little orange cat with a Spider-Man mask pop up and go. He'll pop back down in the bag. Poor JD. Well, on that I have no idea. What? I have no idea. On that I'll play note, it it's time for the most exciting fucking segment of your entire goddamn lives. The moment that you and your offspring have been praying for. All that time offspring for the I don't fucking have. MVPs of the week. Well, if you were to ask my son, he'd be waiting for Territory War 7. Well, your son needs to learn the valuable lesson of disappointment. Virtue of patience. That kid ain't got no damn patience. <laughs> Look who his dad oh, is. I was going to say, fun, fun fact, speaking of Territory Wars, every time I run into Zack Die, he yells at me to, to yell at JD about being stuck in the carny bag, boys. <laughs> Zach Die, listen to me, you jackass. Make it a real thing, and I guarantee you, it'll probably be the funnest shit that you fucking do in your entire life. Wrestling's meant to be fun, and that sounds fun. If I was still actively wrestling, I would steal this fucking idea. Since you, will, you won't do it, I would do it. 
Curry he, back idea, he doesn't like the idea of being around Paul. That's that's his. He issue. doesn't have to. You don't have to be around fucking Paul. Find your own tag team partner. Make it your yeah, own. Yeah, no, thing. no, do it with Paul though. You'll make more money. <laughs> and you'll get to carry a lot more bags for. It's a networking thing. Yeah. And you'll probably bag a lot more boys too. Exactly. What more could you want, Zachary? Bag them I don't boys even fucking know you, but I know you're fumbling the bag. You know what he needs a bag? A tanning bed. Oh, is he pale? <laughs> he already knows. He's not pale. He's not pale. He's translucent. Hell he yeah, I'm going to chop the so shit out of him at the next chat that. show. And I've also told him another thing he needs to find is the actual tattoo artist. Oh, man, I can't wait to make fun of this dude when I meet him. <laughs> Y'all, just make sure at the next tax show to point this fucker out. No, uh, just, just I hope his brother's there. Then you'd be like, free my boy. <laughs> the hate I got off that, but I, I, I should have because I didn't know what he actually did, fucker. <laughs> he, re- he retracts the freedom of his boy. Yeah, lock his ass up. <laughs> He's no longer in your boy's stable. Put him in the jail. Anyway, we were doing a segment before all this went off. We place. are. <laughs> we were bagging so boys. MVP of the week. Have to give it to a tag team. Got to give it to Violences Forever for becoming mm-hmm. the new GCW World Tag Team Champions, defeating Los Mazios. That's right. Or Masasios. I forget how it's said. I don't know. All is correct in the world. Really fucking good match. Koo and Dom were leaking like champs. And then leaked enough to become champs. Because that's how wrestling works. Uh, Okay. Why do you think John Moxley is a three-time world champion? If you bleed at X amount, they give you a belt. Last time I bled, I lost the belt. Yeah, but that's because you're working with truly the finest the Southeast has to offer. Who's next? Yay D. Yay D? Um, nobody that was in Saudi Arabia. Damn, son. So technically, I get to get MVP because I wasn't there. I mean, I I'm you, pretty I sure I saw you in the crowd. Anybody that wasn't, I said nobody. Nobody gets Let's give to it be to everybody MVP. that wasn't so that we can have this win together. So no, I'm going to give MVP of the week to Fortnite OG. To That's all my son's been playing. Oh. It's pretty fantastic this week. It's pretty fucking nice having a lot of locations again instead of yeah. just like six. Will and I were uh, killing some people earlier and getting killed. It was fun. Anyway, that's my MVP because fuck Saudi Arabia. And yeah, that's what you think. It's, it's a lot of fun. You are skipped. So, Shane, who is your MVP of the week? <laughs> uh, Tony Khan. Why? For not having it. was a big announcement? For booking Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee. Yeah, okay, that's, that's some fair. big boy shit. That's going to be uh, some big meaty men slapping, and it's going to be fucking awesome. I think this is the I match, honestly this think is the match that's the that everybody one. wanted from NXT, and now we get it. I think that Samoa and Joseph Keith might be Lee's my favorite right now. Belt. What? Keith Lee gonna get that belt? There's no way in hell. I don't know. Samoa Joe is on too much of a run. Is he? He gonna drop that at an ROH at an ROH show? Not on Dynamite. Things don't happen over there. I would know. I watch it every week. I'm talking about a pay-per-view. They do have a couple of those a year, so See? I don't know. I, it could be, but I I would not be surprised in the slightest to see Keith Lee become ROH television champion. No. They're going to throw him some kind of a bone. Get the fuck out of here. And as I'm getting the fuck out of here, Jake, who's your MVP? 
Well, I'm going to give it to the, the Hanshin Tigers in Japan for winning the uh, Japan series and Baseball breaking the curse of Colonel Sanders. Sport. We talk about real shit here. Oh, we do don't we? talk about scripted sports here, Jake. Yeah. Mm. So Jake's MVP is the season finale for Gen V. Damn, I hadn't even watched that yet. And I haven't watched Invincible. I'm waiting on Invincible till it's done so I can binge it. But I have been watching Loki, and holy fuck. Loki's really good this season. Dude, that last episode I watched where, you know. Episode they were four? Talking, yes. Yeah. You you sent me that on a, on a Wednesday, and I was like, oh, shit, there's a new episode of Loki. And then I went to watch it, and it was the episode I watched last week. Oh. <laughs> so like, there's oh, another episode this week? Uh, Thursday, yeah. It comes out on Thursdays. Oh. Finale comes out this this coming Thursday. There's only five episodes or six? Six. Yeah. It's it's one of those Marvel shows, you know. That was probably that last episode, the one I'm talking about, is probably the best thing Marvel T V show I've seen in a long time. It Since was WandaVision. Yes, it was very beautifully done. The photography was great. The action was on pace. The excitement the oh man they're gonna save them and then you're yeah, like it was a very good episode what yes mm. it's good stuff i've given up on the marvel tv shows you should watch That's this fair too. after i saw how they punished she hulk for being the only good one <laughs> god i know that was rough but anyway they, Fuck Marvel. Anyway, we'll uh, we're gonna get out here for this week, and we'll be back in your feed later this week with a bloopers episode, and uh, then next week with more exciting content. Until then, Jake Lane Duke. Good money.